Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, another little episode with my co-host James Egan. Hey, so happy to be back. Oh, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a long, 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 long 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just rinsing our studio time, cashing in on that Corona bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. So welcome back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, so we didn't really do this on the first episode, but usually when I'm here with like just the hosts, um, like if I'm with Mark or Danny or Darren, we'll do like a little debrief of our love lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are things go with you? Are you single? Are you with someone? Are you in a it's complicated it's Facebook? It's complicated. An it's complicated yeah. Facebook relationship. Yeah. No Facebook though. I've re- I've learned the hard way. Don't ever put your relationship on social media because as soon as you do, someone's going to try and fuck your boyfriend. Oh, is that what happened? No. Oh. Like, but I've learned that in the hard. I've learned that the hard way in the past because as soon as I put my relationships previously on social media. Some filthy bitch is slipping into that inbox being like, oh, actually, are you going out with James? Yeah, I know James. Yeah, would you like to see my home? Oh, that's shady. Yeah. So I've I've realised, like, I just do not put my romantic stuff anywhere near social media. Not even on Instagram anymore. Community, why you got to do us all dirty like that? Mm-hmm. I just got back from Brazil as well. Yeah. That was mad. Yeah. And the men oh in Brazil. Oh my God, were you there for carnival? Yeah. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I want the lowdown. It is. I, t- I really underestimated what carnival was going to be like. I thought it was like something that happened over like three days at the weekend and that's it. I got there and my friends were like, right, I hope you have like, you know, a good solid three weeks booked out to be able like, you're keeping it all of it free because the parties start like three weeks before the actual event of carnival and no one sleeps. Well... This is the thing. You need to go like three weeks before just so that you can stockpile the dick. <laughs> this corona, babe, you've got to stock up. You've got to get the dick in. Mm. You've got to get your reserves mm. filled. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fill my reserve? <laughs> Horrible. Um, but it's it's mad. Like, it, they don't sleep. Like, the actual weekend of carnival starts on a Friday night and ends on the following Wednesday. It's like London 2014 on steroids. London 2014 was on steroids. Yeah, well, just among other things, that's all. <laughs> Methadrone, Tina. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. I never did Tina. I never did Tina. No, I just heard the come down is too bad, and also you know it makes you go mad. Do you know what? It was just never that for me. I just thought like, I'm fucking mad anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> mad, me. Like, <laughs> like, I'm mad, me. Can I speak to the manager? Do you know what? I think when I was very young, I, like when I was about. 18 or 19 I was at a after party in Vauxhall and it was with these older guys who should have known better really and I remember yeah. seeing what I thought was <laughs> I thought it was a candle snuffer on a coffee table oh, like a glass candle <laughs> snuffer and I was like that's very nice very delicate very ornate <laughs> and then about an hour later or something I walk into the kitchen in this uh, this flat in Vauxhall and someone has the candle snuffer and he's smoking <laughs> something out of it and I was like so what is that and they were like oh it's Tina do you want a bit and thank fuck, some other guy was like, are you fucking kidding me, trying to give a 19-year-old crystal meth? Like, leave him alone. 
And at that point, I was like, okay, I need to leave this because I, I, just the words crystal meth was frightening to me. Yeah, I think, you know, I think a lot of, I think you generally, in your own head, you kind of have lines of where is okay and where is not to cross. Um, I don't know why, but in my head, like, crystal meth always came with this um, notion of, like scabby, skinny people. Yeah, because I always yeah. think of that faces of meth thing that everyone oh used God. to send each yes. other on MSN. Like, look at this, they all did meth, look how they changed. Yeah, that's that, what I think of. It was quite an effective campaign because it stuck with me forever. And me. I mean, the fact that it stuck with both of us and we're sort of similar ages. Mm. We're the same age, aren't we? You're 30? 31. Okay, yeah. That is... Like the fact that we're both like, oh my god, they're adverts. It was an effective campaign. Well sure. done to America for that. Crystal <laughs> <laughs> um, meth is huge in America. I would like to send a thank you note. <laughs> but crystal meth is huge in America. Like mothers do it. Like, like white suburban mothers do crystal meth because you can. It's it's cheap. People can cook it up by buying Sudafed. Oh, that's why you can't. But like, if you try to buy Sudafed. Oh, side in hustle. Bulk, <laughs> like you, they report it to the police because it's that's how you cook meth. I had no idea. Yeah, I uh, don't know if that's... pseudoephedrine. That's the ingredient okay. in crystal meth. I don't know why. Do I know not so much try about this it. at <laughs> home, please. <laughs> please don't try this at home. I wouldn't fucking know how to cook meth. I'd probably put like the pseudoephedrine in the microwave and be like, "Is it meth yet?" <laughs> like. <laughs> Okay, so t- carry on about uh, Brazil. It's just intense. And the, the people there are so beautiful. I bet. Everyone is... Have you been to Tel Aviv? No. Okay. I'm just I'm just curious. Oh, everyone, like, is everyone there beautiful as well? Stunning. Yeah. Like, I've never seen so many beautiful women in my life. It's annoying how attractive everyone is. It's just annoying that like, I don't live there. <laughs> because that grinder would just pop off. And I feel like they might almost be like, oh, I'm so sick of looking at these attractive look at, yeah, people. Yeah, looking at all these attractive people. I'll just, I want a pale bitch with blue I want to punch down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone I don't have to worry about my beauty with when I sleep with them. Someone who just sees me for me and understands what it's like <laughs> to be a real person. No, I don't think they think that. I think they're just like, yeah, I can just like be real. I can just not hold my stomach in. <laughs> not that they ever I have to. Wear to wear my girdle. <laughs> yeah. No, Brazil is insane. The parties are amazing. Like the parties remind me of what like London was like maybe about like, I feel like I'm such an old person saying this like, oh, back in the day when the parties was good. Mm. But like, it's very unrestricted. Like, there's no one waiting to swoop on you if you go to the toilet to do a bump or something like that. And there's, that like, people really dance there as well. That's the... Oh, my God. Like, people just get into it. What's the music like? It's like, they love pop music. Okay. So, they love, like, Dua Lipa. They're actually... Oh, do they? Yeah, my God, like, physical. I was hearing it, like, every half an hour there. Um, Lord, it's not that good of a song. But they just love it. And that's good as well, because, like, I feel like here, most of the parties are, like, more housey. Or techno now? I mean, I guess in that sort of, I guess in that sort of environment where you want like a mass party where everyone's dancing, it is going to be more house just because most people are on drugs. And I mean, how many chillouts have you been at where people who are on drugs are like, "Don't play pub music." And you're like, bitch, I just want to hear a bit of Destiny's Child. This is it. I hated that, though. I'd be like, well, what are we going to listen to otherwise? What are we all going to sing along with? You want to put on your fucking Minimal House podcast while everyone's just sort of like gyrates very slightly. Oh, rain check. I'm like, no. Uplifting House, Count Me In, Vocal House, sure. Minimal House. Rain no check. No shale. 
<laughs> I'd like a refund, Sarah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they love it. And there's also this layer of music called like funk, or it's pronounced like funky, which is anyway. But like they just it like I've never seen people able to move their asses like that anywhere else in the world. Like you know, you see people twerk in like music videos and stuff. When you see Brazilians move their butts. It's like nothing I've ever seen. I don't know how they all don't have like lumbar spine problems. Did it make you jealous? It made me horny. <laughs> it's not just the girls dancing like that. It's the boys as well. It's like jiggling around all yeah, over the show, all up on the, all over the place. Of course, but like booty girls. Oh, of course. Then I was like going home like I need to go to Brazilian the Brazilian butt lift <laughs> on Google. Do you think the men have had them? I know some of them have. Some have, yeah. yeah. You see I have that a friend Miami that fucked too. a Brazilian guy that said he had like two slight surgery scars under each, like what is it, a scar under each cheek where the implants had been inserted. But that's not Brazilian butt lift. No, I know. I know that the Brazilian one is like the fat transfer. But like also some of them have like implants. Rain check to the fucking implants, bitch. I uh, knew this guy. He was, like one of the, he was like one of the first gay people I knew. And this going to sound like random as fuck. But uh, when I was in sixth form, me and my friends used to like, if we had lessons spare, we would just go down to like the local <laughs> And he used to work in <laughs> And I was like... He's gay, like I knew for a fact, like my gay dad was popping off. Anyway, years later, I met him at a bar in Soho and like obviously we now have like mutual friends and stuff and we're friends. And maybe not after this, but (laughs) but then I saw him out one night and I was like, is what? I said, have you had something done to your bum? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. And he was like, feel it, feel it. And I was like, that is rocks. That is rocks. So it was hard. It was rock hard. That oh, was rocks no. covered in skin. But uh, could that... you feel like where the implant was sitting as well? You know, like the sides of it. I mean, he was like wearing jeans and stuff, and I just gave it like a quick grab. I didn't <laughs> want this to be like a hashtag me too. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I just gave it like a, a quick little grab. But when I put my hands on it, I was literally like, they're rock hard. And it wasn't like hard muscle, just hard like but like he, the table but he was quite a he was quite a, a slim person anyway he, mm. was, he was very petite in his frame <laughs> little parley pocket very petite in his frame <laughs> but yeah so did it look disproportionate uh, i can't remember really because this was like years ago and i was drunk but i just remember feeling it and i was like no ma'am like that's not that's not i, I you wouldn't, wouldn't want to bash away at something that felt like a tin can. Well, that's what I mean. You like, and what, you your little, pelvis like, is all bruised? To, yeah. You need something to like, you know, like... It's like malleable, like yeah, clay. Yeah, like Joe. Well, not Joe. No one wants Joe. a oh. ass. Joe. <laughs> Joe. Malleable like Joe. <laughs> oh, I know Joe. He's made of Play-Doh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't get ass implants because I remember I saw a program, I think it was like botched. But before botched was botched, like some early okay, like version plastic, of botched. F- plastic surgery fuck ups. Some woman got an ass implant that she could literally turn over inside her own ass. What you mean, like flip it? She could flip the implant, so then it would be oh. like out, like concave and then convex. So, like a cup outward. So I guess it just like depends on your mood on the day. <laughs> you want something that could catch the cum afterwards, <laughs> like. I'm feeling very convex. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm concave today, Come Coming to my concave. 
Okay, so you'd recommend it, yeah, Berlin? Uh, Berlin? No, uh, Brazil. Brazil, that was the one, Absolutely yeah. recommend it don't, to anyone. Don't go to Berlin and expect uh, <laughs> vigorous... Expect funk music and, like, Vigorous arse shaking, yeah. <laughs> go to Berlin and expect a dark room and an STI. But That's true. I didn't get an STI from Berlin. Really? No, but I didn't have, like, unprotected sex, so... Yeah, but, like, I'm thinking about, like, skin to skin. Like, herpes and stuff. Because condoms don't protect you from herpes. Mm. Yeah, I just That's like, what I'm paranoid about. Herpes. Herpes and warts. Warts would... Because like, those are the two that, like, it doesn't matter if you use condoms, they will get you. Is that true? Yeah. Oh. And scabies. I know someone that got scabies on their asshole. Oh! I know. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. I feel like I might have had that before. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Actually, I don't want to know why you think you may have had it, but no. But I just like went to the doctors and I was like, "Oh my god, like my skin." But it wasn't that like it was. Oh, you didn't have it on your asshole then? You oh my god, no! Oh my god, no! <laughs> That's what I didn't want no. to know. No, 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 <laughs> no. It was literally just like on my arms and shit. And the doctor was like, "Yeah, you probably like caught it from the tube." But this is it. You can get it by like sharing a bed with someone, like a non-sexual yeah. way. Like, if you sleep cuddled up with someone, you can get it. Because it's like a parasite. Can you not get crabs just from, like, cuddling? Yeah, I got crabs from sitting on someone's couch once. Oh, mm-hmm. are you sure? 50% certain. Yeah, I'm going to say it was the have, other 50%. may have been a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pubes. It may have been someone's pubes. That, it cracks me up because I feel like... Um, Crabs are such a like a nineties disease. <laughs> you know, I always think of that Sex in the City scene where she's like, Charlotte's got crabs. What are you, 25? <laughs> 26. <laughs> when when was it I got crabs? God, why am I announcing this on a podcast? I think it was 2016. It's just real and it's not. So permanent. I was 25. Oh, there you go then. 25-year-old disease. Well, I hope it, does that mean I'm safe from crabs forever? No, I'm I'm in a relationship, so hopefully I am safe from crabs. I mean, I don't think you get, like, immunity from crabs. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get crabs from towels. Yeah, well, it's, that's, this is what they were like with the scabies thing now. Like, you get on the fucking tube, and I was like, well... Imagine rubbing up against someone on the tube, and then although, coming home and being like, I got scabies from, <laughs> from Rush Hour. <laughs> from Linda. Rush hour thrush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thrush hour. Thrush hour. <laughs> oh my God, that needs to be a film. Have you ever had thrush? Yes. Have you? Yeah. In your bum? No. Oh. In no. your throat? No, on my dick. Ouch. No, it's Does not... it hurt? No. No. Did you oh. have to get like Caniston Duo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, just like, but the thing is, you can, like, thrush is so easy to get a feel. What, what causes thrush? Um, I think it's just... Because someone told me you can get thrush from, like, your underwear. Like, I think women get thrush from, like, if their thong pulls things from the back to the front. Or is that cystitis? Uh, I don't know why I'm speculating yeah, I'm about not, women's... I'm not totally an expert on, yeah. like, the... <laughs> The pussy fluid infections. <laughs> um, okay, so do you know what? I would get thrush just from being run down. Mm. Um, especially, you, do you know what I mean? If you would like back in the day when you were like going to like fire and you'd be out for three days. Yeah. I don't know why I'm fucking promoting fire every ten <laughs> no, fucking minutes. Feel like on you're my on the show. payroll. But do you know? What? I used to. I used to uh, fly. Like not. Did you used like, to fly a fire. No, 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 no. That was. Um, 
Tom's territory, <laughs> the world's oldest flyboy. Um, no, I used to um, I used to host there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, was, was that when you knew me? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, start, I think yeah, so. I yeah. host Gravity. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that, yeah, because that's when someone gave me a massive bump. Not you. Someone <laughs> gave me a massive bump of ketamine and told me it was methadrone. And then I tried to get in a taxi while we were on the way to Gravity and I thought we were in a rocket <laughs> going to the moon. That wasn't me. I don't even know. No, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't you. <laughs> it was someone else. It was a prominent activist that gave it to me. Oh. Sylvia Rebel. Prominent <laughs> <laughs> activist. <laughs> um, no, but I remember, like, I, we were leaving room service. It was Easter. It was when I'd first started working at that weekly le- listings magazine, and uh, <laughs> QX, you can yeah, QX. Over there, and yeah. we went out for like bank holiday weekend. I remember, and as we were leaving room service, you were like, "Should we go to Gravity?" And you, you guys were like hailing down a cab or something like that. And th- this person gave me what a bumper. They were like, "Would you like a?" bump of methadrone handy and i was like okay <laughs> and the funniest thing is picturing that person say hunty <laughs> <laughs> but it fucked me and i remember we got we all got a cab together and as we were driving across like the Vauxhall bridge i was like we're going to the moon we're going <laughs> to the moon and then we had to do like the security check when we were going into gravity and the woman was like can you empty your pockets please i was like i can't do it sorry like i physically couldn't like <laughs> use my extremities and i think she was like well this person's absolutely fucked so if i leave them on the streets they're gonna get mugged so she let you in she let me in and i just had to sit quietly in a corner savior. for about an hour while the cable wore off the savior of it all <laughs> god bless her mother Teresa, take note bitch let's move on to a sexier topic what's the best dick you've ever seen um the best one yeah is there a perfect dick of course there's a perfect dick. Okay, so what constitutes a perfect dick? Um, I mean, obviously, the size has to be right. You know, like Goldilocks. You're like, I don't want one too big. I don't want one too small. Um, too big is not good. I know some people are obsessed with a giant dick. Yeah. And I can see the attraction in it. Because you know when something is just big and you feel like you have to do something with it? Like when people feel like they have to climb Mount Everest. Yes. Like, it's so big, I feel like, I have to see if it gets in there. But then once it's in, if it gets in. But you know those people who sit on a fucking 12-inch dick? They are never climbing Mount Everest. (laughs) They're just not. (laughs) Well, it's probably because they're in hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's falling out the back. there There was like this one guy who whipped it out and it was just... It was so big. I didn't... I, I didn't know what to do with it. So I just like thought, oh, I'm just going to throw this sh- over my shoulders and do a rendition. Throw it over my shoulders? <laughs> what was it, like a fucking tail? I don't <laughs> do Wrap it around my neck like a scarf? <laughs> throw it over my shoulders, do a rendition of Slave for You. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it's too big, you just can't like, obviously you can, I think for the most part you could take it in, mm. but then once it's in you can't really go at it you it's like that sex in the city i hate being sex in the city reference all the time but like that when she she fucks that guy with a giant penis where she's Mm -hmm. like easy (laughs) 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 like it is like that because if they fucking like pound at you like your womb is going to be dislodged yeah and just yeah i just feel like the 
pulling out of it would just be so unpleasant. Oh my god, yeah. But think about the amount of air that's been fucked into you with a dick that size as well. You're going to have to go to that bathroom and quietly try and fart that into some toilet roll. <laughs> the worst feeling in the world. It's horrible. You must like... <laughs> <laughs> a modern day silencer for bottoms. <laughs> it's true though, because like, it, that, what are your options? You, like, if, like, so you fuck someone with like a big... Maybe it's not exclusive to big dicks, but... If anything, I feel like it might be less so because if once the big dick is in, no air, yeah, no air is getting in there. Whereas a smaller one, there's more space for. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's ever like, (laughs) there's ever like any like a circumference or (laughs) a circumference space, (laughs) like necessarily like no matter how small the dick is, but but air does get fucked into you when you're bottom. Yeah, and especially like if it's because the thing is, I just feel with a dick that's really big, it's not really like coming out and sliding in as easily. True, and I feel like usually you would sort of keep it more stationary. You would wiggle a little bit on it. That's horrible. This makes it sound like I'm really bad in bed, actually. You don't you don't let the dick move. You just keep it stationary. No, but I feel that with a smaller dick, you probably could go at it more and there's more, like it might pop out a bit more and push more air in and everything. Right. Okay, so size is a factor. Yeah. It has to be, there's this thing on like Twitter, which they call uh, boyfriend <laughs> dick. Right. So that's like, when it's not too big, it's not too small. And that is like the perfect dick. That's the kind of dick you want a wife. Well, that's like the dick that you can be fucked by on a regular. Yeah. Or, but it's also, I guess, I don't know, for me, the term boyfriend dick, like <laughs> if you really want to lock that dick down, it would have to encompass more things than just the size. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, so what would it need? Um, do you know what? It's weird for me because I personally like some penises, which I find really pretty and to look at. Um, if I'm going to bottom, they're not necessarily the ones that feel good. Yeah. So if guys are like, have like this like (laughs) 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 if guys have like this like mushroom head oh then sometimes they can fuck me and i can almost come without even touching myself so they feel better but you don't like the looks of that i mean that sounds a bit rude (laughs) (laughs) i don't mind the look of them like i still like the look of them but it just depends on like, Who it's attached to? No, I was going to say like the ratio of the head to the shaft. <laughs> because you know, sometimes if he's got like a very skinny stalk and that <laughs> mushroom head is like quite bulbous, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm really here for that. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, if there's like not that much of a difference, like if it's so, if it's like quite like a shallow mushroomy head, but it's attached to like a nice thick stalk. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it doesn't even have to be like a big. Th- it doesn't even have to be like a big thick dick for me. But it's just not like I'm not talking like a beer can thick, but like just a like you but know nice. To me, it's the difference between the size of the head and the shaft room, and it's <laughs> just cut by a talented rabbi. <laughs> I personally don't. I, the the curvature of a penis is that it is like a big issue for me. Okay, really. Like if a penis is too curvy, I mean, I'd, my god, I used to fuck a guy who had a dick like a swan. So instead of curving upward, which would be more normal, it curved 
forward. I had one of them once. And I just... I had to be upside down just to suck yeah. it. Is it. Like, what are you supposed to do with it? Like, you'd have to, like, lay on your back and then let them put it... No. No, no, man. But I feel like that's not that common. No, it's not. I think he told me he was a result of, a, like, a botched circumcision again. So... So you need a talented rabbi. You need a good rabbi if you're going to cut your baby. Cut your baby? Well, that's what it is. People get circumcised at birth. Yeah, but... <laughs> Okay, sorry, say. I thought you were referring to the penis as a baby. <laughs> I was like, this just isn't Don't right. cut my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Take no, care of my baby. What I mean, because when, when they have like a bris, that it's when the person is a, a baby. So that's yeah, when yeah. they do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do you prefer like cut or uncut? I prefer uncut. I prefer uncut. Yeah. But you uncut, yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, People do kind of say you kind of prefer what you have. I don't know, because when I was growing up, I preferred cut. I think I was like <laughs> used she to American. <laughs> <laughs> I grew like, no, I was used to seeing like American porn. Okay. So, and most guys in the, in the US are cut. So it became that, that I accept, I thought that was a norm. At one point I actually thought I wanted to get circumcised. Right. And then as I got older, I was like, well, no, I don't think I would like that. So I feel like it's important to like say that there are ugly uncut dicks as well. Oh yeah, there are ugly dicks of all kinds. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But when you get that one that's like long, pink, <laughs> amazing. No, not pink. Tanned. Tanned. Yeah. Okay, so you like a, a Brazilian. An olive dick. An olive dick, okay. Yeah. Or an Arab dick. Although those are usually cut. They're gonna be quite hairy. How do you feel about hair? I love hair. On love a penis? Hair. Where does the hair end? If it's round the balls, it's fine. If it's up the shaft, what's going on there? It's like a Christmas tree that's losing its pins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I feel like you could have maybe done a better analogy than that. Uh, <laughs> well, what would your better analogy have been? Um, it's kind of like a penis that hasn't been shaved in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so stating the actual facts. Sometimes that's just easier. Yeah. Like, don't, the like, Christmas tree thing. Don't dress good. that yeah, up. I don't need to. Like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I always used to have this thing about pubes. I always used to be like, trim your fucking pubes. Like, I'm not here to floss. Like, you're not my dentist. But then, okay, so there's like one, there's like one guy in particular, especially when I talk about like this head situation feeling good i love how this has come up like multiple times for you in your in your life and you've had to discuss it what do you mean like when we talk about this head issue about the head no i'm talking about me and you oh okay (laughs) (laughs) you were like going back to this guy and being like look your dick is ugly but i like how it feels (laughs) no but he didn't have an ugly dick he had a really nice dick okay so it's not it was was what i call like lock and key sex so it fit Perfectly. Just right. Yeah. I was like, you have the lock to my key. <laughs> and he was like, don't say that. I haven't come yet. Did you actually <laughs> say that to him? Only afterwards. You have the lock to my key. No. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of my house <laughs> now. No, but I just, I was like, you know, when you're kind of like, sometimes you get in your head and you think, do I just think the sex is amazing? Is it just me? And I was kind of like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, it's a bit like a like a lock and key situation because I didn't really feel like that was 
like a taboo subject for yeah. you to talk to someone about. And uh, no, he agreed. Oh, so yeah, that is a weird thing. If you like, do I do wonder sometimes? Like when I have wondered in the past, like if you think the sex is amazing, did they think it was? Or well, you know, I think it comes down to the fact of sometimes like a guy or you will just slide in. Do you know what I mean? Not, I'm not like saying like, oh, we're taking a ride on the loose slide today. <laughs> just slide in. Come on, no, come I mean, on in. The asshole's lovely. <laughs> no lube. <laughs> no, but when you push it in or when they push it in, it immediately feels good. Feels right. Yeah. yeah. So then even if the sex is just quite minimal or quite basic. Mm. You feel it like still, it was good. Yeah, you're literally yeah. like, my mind is blown Whereas maybe with someone it doesn't, when you don't have that feeling, you feel like you need to do a bit more like gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, like being good in bed, it's just not down to like how you thrust or how you ride. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's sometimes it is just about the logistics of this penis fits this shape arsehole because yeah. not all arseholes are the same shape. Yeah. We know, we obviously know not all penises are. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> No, but like, it's a thing, like I've never, no one's actually talked about whether arseholes are the same shape. And I don't mean like the opening, I mean the inside. Yeah. Like, because I've, I've that's you know, what we're talking about. You know, Armand Rizzo. The... Grace. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a porn star, but he's like five foot one, but he fucks like the biggest dicks in the industry. And I, whenever I've watched his videos, I'm like, where is it going? Like, where is it going? You You only have so much body, so you can only have so much colon. I Where's that dick going? No, I feel like people have like a lot of body. Like people sit on like yeah, but someone five foot. Like how? Where is that dick going? I would assume it's going up into their stomach, like perforating yeah. them. Because your colon doesn't just go up and then straight into your stomach. It goes up and then it goes off to the like a right angle, and then carries on like to your large intestine and every like your small intestine. So it's not like it's just a straight channel. You can't just have a dick that goes straight up into someone's stomach. But I feel like if you look, you're, if you measured the size of the dick that he was taking and you measured from like the entrance of his anal cavity <laughs> to inside, factoring in the the little curves that the penis will have to take, the little detours around the anal organs. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it just impresses me every time. He's like a human TARDIS. Or something like yeah, or like Mary Poppins handbag, or just like a like a human slut. <laughs> <laughs> no, because th- if a dick's too big for me, I can't really like. Th- I get to a point where I'm like, I can't. But I don't know. Like I can't have like I'll be damaged if I try and fuck this. But I don't know. Like for me, if I bottom, it's never like a. Oh my god, this is too deep. It's always a. This is too wide. Really? No. Yeah. No, for me, it's too deep. Oh. Yeah. Wide is fine. <laughs> Fill her up. <laughs> no, but like, I've been, I, I don't think I've ever been it's in a situation. It's not my fault I've got a heavy flow of the asshole. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I felt like my, my like, asshole itself was going to be, like, split, you know, from being too wide. It's more no, the it's discomfort not... of something being too big and too long. No, but it's not necessarily like the, oh my God, my arsehole's going to split. <laughs> but it's just like, this fucking hurts. Take your dick out. Yeah. But back to the perfect <laughs> penis. <laughs> well, the perfect penis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so what would you say, like, what factors in to make, like, your perfect penis? Okay, just briefly going back to, like, pubic hair. I like pubic hair. Yeah. I don't need someone to be, like, shaved. I really would prefer they weren't waxed or anything like that, like, completely hairless. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, I like a bush. Yeah. I just think you have to draw a line. I think if it's straggly... Yeah, but if it's out of control, if, like, no, someone hasn't been doing, like, their topiary, then, like, that's, well, that's too it. much. It depends on, like, how hairy you are. If you're naturally hairy and it's, like, a certain length and it, it's, like, manly, yeah, fine. Yeah, and, and it fits, yeah. If it surpasses that certain length and... Well, if you could fucking braid it, then I don't want to know. No. but And as well, it's, like, some people have, like, quite straight pubic hair. <laughs> I'm like, if your pubic hair is permed, <laughs> and it's literally all over my face, then I just no. I like pubic hair. I don't. I don't uh, feel like people need to shave it or get rid of it. And in terms of like the size, you know, like a seven, a seven or an eight is fine. I mean, a seven is like boyfriend debt. Yeah. Because to be honest, if you're going to like be with that person five. forever, I don't want to be in a situation where I can't fuck all the time because I'm like, you're going to right. I mean, I give me a prolapse. I genuinely feel like, realistically, you would probably get used to that. But who wants to risk their fucking arsehole? And then like two years later, the man's like, oh, sorry, by the way, I've been fucking someone else and now you're dumped. And I'm like, I gave up my anal capacity for you. <laughs> yeah. oh, let me just pick my intestines up off the floor and leave your flat. But you do have to think in the long term because you can end up with like hemorrhoids and stuff. And I don't want to. Do you get that from taking big dicks? You can get hemorrhoids from just doing being a bottom. Oh. Like when I worked at the, uh, the porn company, a lot of the guys had to like cancel shoots and stuff because they were unable to perform because they had hemorrhoids. And it's purely, a lot of it's down to like if you've ever fucked without lube. Oh gosh. So. Always use lube, guys. Always use lube. You don't want to end yeah. up in a situation. Because like if your hemorrhoids get bad, people have to have things like banding where they have a surgery where they put like a band around the hemorrhoid to like make it die. That sounds awful. It but is. you know they do do like um, those kind of anal surgeries where they make it tidy it up and stuff yeah but i'd rather not have to have any kind of surgery yeah on my of course anus. of course like i don't want yeah, any totally, <laughs> totally imagine totally. going to your nhs gp and being like i've made a mess of my asshole <laughs> like i need i need a tidy up down there <laughs> it's not a tidy up it's not a fucking it's not your eyebrows well but you would go to the gp and be like something is wrong and i think i need to tighten there's things that are out yeah yeah, that yeah. should be in for sure you know? for sure <laughs> <laughs> I would like my outie to be an innie. <laughs> like it's a belly button. Um, yeah, no, basically like just perfect, perfect would be, like you say, like sort of like seven and a half inches, um, a good size, like a decent girth, but not too thick. I feel like I'm just describing everyone's fucking perfect dick. Yeah. Like, I feel like long, everyone would say the short. same yeah. thing. Like, oh, seven and a half inches, not too fat, but not too thin. Not mutilated from like a bad circumcision. The only people that I think would say something different are the people that are like obsessed with giant dicks. Yeah. Like the people that are just hungry, hungry holes. Yeah. But also I reckon there are probably like tops out there. Do you know what? They've just started this new app. Oh my God. We should have spoke about this earlier. But they've started this new app for like 
For tops? No, for like people with small penises. But some people are into small dicks. Is it? Is it like yeah, some people really get off on that. Especially people that are into like the humiliation BDSM kind of thing. They want a guy with a small dick to humiliate them. And some guys with small dicks want to be humiliated. I think it's like a psychological thing. I feel like most men with small dicks already feel humiliated. But like that some guys lean into that, I guess. Oh. <laughs> like then it becomes like a fetish for them. Lean into your anxiety. Well, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are you going to do otherwise? Pegging. Pegging. <laughs> I guess that would be an option. You could go and purchase a dildo and just be like, my real one's not that big. So I think I'll... Okay, so we spoke about size. We spoke about shape. Shape wise, you just want to do you want like straight coming out at you or straight going up? Straight with a mild curve. Oh, you want a curve? I'm very mild curve. Oh, see, I like mine quite straight. I like a straight one, those are fine, but I, I feel like something with a slight curve, it can get into nooks and crannies that. <laughs> <laughs> but a straight uh-huh, dick okay. just can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is what I mean. When we're talking about. The perfect penis, the perfect penis of how it looks and the perfect penis of how it feels are two different things. Yeah. Um, I quite like the, the, them like British. <laughs> it's a very... Nice British dick. <laughs> it's, but it's a very British penis. I haven't seen it on many other nationalities where the dick is like straight and then has like a foreskin. I need a foreskin that, like, retracts all the way. Oh, everyone needs a foreskin that retracts all the way. No one needs one that doesn't retract. Who the fuck wants feta cheese? (laughs) Um, Right in front of my salad. (laughs) (laughs) No, the perfect dick for me is is an uncut dick, straight or with a slight curve, in a nice shade of olive. Okay. And you? With, with, with... With a slight thatch of pubes. (laughs) (laughs) Thatch! (laughs) I take my Margaret Thatcher style. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. So, are are we doing like a conclusion? Yeah, I I want to know your favourite dick. But that's what I mean. I have two different to look at. And to oh, well, around. then you're going to have to decide what you prefer, what looks better or what feels better. Ultimately, which one is going to send you into orgasm? Um, ultimately, it's going to come down to who the man is. Like, do you know what I mean? I'll sacrifice one for the other. I don't need to have, like, mind-blown orgasms if that person is just blowing my mind every day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's true, I don't. And also, like, vice versa, I don't need to have this, like, perfect penis that I can look at. No, that's if, true. No, like, I get it. Like, I, this yeah. is, this is if someone was, if I was crafting the ideal penis, then that's what I would want. But if someone turns me on. Oh, like, if I'm crafting the ideal penis, then it morphs into a different shape before it gets inside. <laughs> that's that's that. That's that on that. Period. <laughs> <laughs> So does the perfect penis exist? Um, maybe if it's attached to a transformer. <laughs> I think we need to do a bit more research. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mate. If you think you've got a perfect dick, slide in my DMs. <laughs> oh, fuck that shit. No, Give me a shout. <laughs> we are accepting photo submissions. Videos even better. 
photo sub- submissions for sure. Yeah, if you think you got the perfect dick. Even just dick, for bands. Like. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Okay, we're going to have to come back and talk about the perfect arsehole next time. But I feel like that just warrants a lot less discussion. You're just like, tight. Not weathered. <laughs> <laughs> tight. Tight. Not too pink, not too brown. Washed. <laughs> <laughs> not that much to ask. It's true, it's true. But the thing is, with the perfect arsehole, you just, again, you, just, you need the shape, which you can't really, can, you can't really be like... Hold on, can you go get a colonoscopy and I'll decide if this is right? <laughs> I'd like to see the inside before I come in. <laughs> yeah. Show me your insides. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're coming towards the end of another episode. It's been a pleasure to be back here <laughs> discussing arseholes and perfect penises and thrush. Will you read out the Patreon names for me? Sure. Thank you to our Patreons, Sean Forbes... Jacob Reiter, Sean Carpenter, Ivan Sanchez, Terry Lee. And that's it. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Patreons. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for coming back and being my host on another episode. No worries. I will come back anytime you want me like a <laughs> nasty little boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'll provide the Prosecco. Perfect. Like a nasty... Nasty little spoons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>